The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Yes, and a big welcome back to the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast. What a weekend of cricket it has been. I'm excited to be back in the studio. Stephen Kemp, welcome back. How are you? Matthew, I'm uh, I'm on the mend. I uh, I had my third COVID jab uh, on Monday, and my body said, you know what, I don't care for this. Fair enough. And that's why you didn't come to training Tuesday. Yeah, look, um, that and uh, you know, just general feeling of lethargy. Just didn't really... Didn't really feel up and about. Fair Not as up and about as I'm feeling now. Now tell me, as you sit across from me and I from you, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm very well. Any any more sort of uh, intricate answer than that, or just you, we just want to take a, a mini deep dive? Um, look, uh, you know things are good, and uh, if the cricket club wins some games, I'll be even better. Okay. So that's, that's the goal. It's a rather selfless approach. Look, if the Fs make finals, gee whiz. And no, we'll talk about it soon. Right? You're going to be up and about, aren't you? I'll be up and about. Got a lot on for this week, don't we? Big episode. Big episode. Uh, the juniors are back, so we can talk about them in depth very soon. And gee, it was a big week for the under 15 Gee whiz, they, uh, they went a bit, uh, how you going, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, let's start off uh, by going through a few of the games. We do have some guests coming up. We won't talk about them too much yeah, but they are coming. One in the studio, one over the phone, one rumoured to also be over, over the phone with that other person. Look, I just don't know if we've gotten, done enough preparation for uh, for all these guests. Yeah, it is a, a huge episode. Uh, now, fingers crossed that we keep it rolling, keep it exciting for all the listeners. I hope they're still enjoying it. And if there's anyone you want to hear, make sure to let us know. Because I guess at the end of the day, we're about giving the people what they want. This is this is the people show. Yeah, we work for and of the people. Uh, apologies, just slight distraction here as the talking horses crew uh, decide to vacate the studio directly. Do we, do across we see if from they us. want to jump in for a, um, a quick? Well, I guess there's a, there are a lot of thoroughbreds uh, in cricket, <laughs> so maybe they would be able to contribute to this conversation. Now, first of all, before we really get into it. Massive thank you to a few of our sponsors. Royalty Plumbing, first of all. Dan Nancurry was down there tonight, coaching down there twelves. They're just blossoming. Uh, also to Boom Radio, also one of our helpful sponsors for this year, jumped on board on a couple of shirts, and they did a few ads for us on their, their radio and uh, also shouted us out on their socials, so it was good. And, of course, to Rooster Cricket, who uh, obviously did our apparel and is providing the Podcast Player of the Year award. It'll be a, it'll be a good little stick too, I reckon. Good little stick. I nearly just want Ian to win because um, he doesn't have a bat. Gee, gee, that diet coat tastes rubbish. Oh, like, really yuck. Mate, I told you that vending machine oh, here. Oh, that's old. That vending machine here does not look does not look healthy. No, that's the, no. See, that's totally off cricket. That vending machine at Sport FM. I've seen them change. Like, I've been here when they change it. That's been put in. So they have put in an expired. That's twenty twenty. Oh yeah, that tastes horrible. The last time I that was, was disgusting. I was here with Tommy Walden. There was one in there that literally exploded. Like it was so cold in there, it exploded. Yeah, yeah, it's too cold in there. Now, how how long does that need to be in there? Exploded for someone to go? Hold on a tick. Something's not quite right here. But this is the problem. 
They're clearly putting in expired ones. I, I've seen them empty it all out and put in stuff. I've watched him do it. Maybe that's how they can achieve the uh, price point. Well, that is horrible. That, I, I really need a different drink to try to get the taste out of my You mouth. should write them a stern email should in, I? In, in various fonts of red. Anyway, uh, we should probably get back on the cricket because this digress. isn't the Vending Machine podcast. It's the Kenwood Cricket podcast. Fuck, that'd be a podcast, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> Uh, now, let's jump into it. Uh, first game for this round. Let's do sixth grade. We'll okay. talk a little bit about that. Um, big week for them, taking on Coburn, who usually are renowned pricks. No offence to Coburn listeners if you're a good bloke. Uh, but, you know, they don't like us and we don't like them. Uh, let's put it I'd, that way. I'd say there's there's like a, a mutual uh, respect um, with Coburn that comes, that comes with, you know, having played many hard-fought games uh, against them. Uh, that being said, uh, a coat is a coat is a coat. I know when I get cold, I wear a coat. Um, sixth grade, having a look at that. Uh, Coburn batting quite well, 9 for 176. They made off the 65 overs. They'd be pretty pretty happy with that. A classic Coburn innings, they bat slow and try to go at the end. Uh, in terms of the wickets, uh, having a look here, Richard Pinto with one for, Devon with two for, Sheehan two for, but... Shopped a bit for Versace, two for 44. Well, sometimes you got to shop for Versace. Mm. Two for 17 from Angat. Gee, he's in some bowling form at the moment, Angat. He's a good bowler. Fuck. Is he, is he a better bowler than he is a good-looking rooster? Because that's, that's a tough call. Tough call. What would you say? Uh, Where do you land on that? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to say bowler. Oof, when, when you do it, when you pull, it, pull up in a grand final and get the job done. Is a good-looking rooster. And Vep just coming on clutch again. None for 17 for his five. That's very handy. Very good. I would go as far as to say, if you don't like Vep, fuck you. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now, let's jump into... Let's go to fourth grade. Let's have a look at if, this. If Before we do, it's not often that I'll shout out a Coburn player. Um, I'd like to shout out <laughs> Peter Ratter um, for his workman-like... He's <laughs> uh, a real, real soldier. He was on the front line. 28 off 132 rocks with 1-4. Yeah, I was having a look at this, and Chucky Watson came in, was on, like, 25, and this Ratter was still on, like, 6 off 80 or some shit, and I'm like, what the hell? Uh, brother of Nick Ratter, the third-grade captain, I believe. Uh, famous Coburn family, the Ratters. Oh, look, all I'm saying is I've got a lot of respect for 28 of 130-odd rocks. Is there going to be some sort of meeting between you and other stodgers in the SNCA, like some sort of sit-down dinner? Back in the day, um, Jax, myself, and Ryan Hartman had something referred to. Actually, Wiss was in there as well. It's something we referred to as the stodging cartel. Okay. Why was Ryan Hartman in there? Um, just because he had a bit about him. He actually, <laughs> he actually got texture across the knuckles and was you know, SC cartel for life. Um, yeah, it was quite quite humorous. Right. Quite humorous. Yeah, if I was to approach all these stodgers around the SNCA and got them in together, would you sit down with them? And See, now I should be inclined to, to like welcome them with um, metaphorical open arms, COVID safe, obviously, um, and you know treat them as if they are my own. Um, but I feel like I'd just be... Just be negative to all them and go, well, who's the best stodger here? <laughs> well, surely it's not you. Surely it's me. <laughs> Interesting. So respect and appreciate at the same time as, uh, you know, completely disregarding altogether their ability. Uh, then over at fourth grade, you guys had a bit of a tough day, unfortunately. Gee, um, gee, we struggled. Uh, batting out your 75 overs. 20 overs in, none for 19. 
And I thought, oh, oh dear. But you were just setting the platform to explode. Kenwick making five for 3.16. Yeah, look, it was nice of Cannington to be real chirpy. Um, I was just doing my usual thing, you know, six off 60, striking, striking just in the double digits. Um, so just some real classic me stuff, uh, enjoying life. I'm um, getting told by pretty much all of their team that I was dog shit. Um, Did you hit anything more than a single at any point out of interest? I think I hit a couple of twos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just to be told how, how shit I was, which was, it was great because I just remember I was talking to adults who, who batted superbly, as we'll uh, touch on. I just remember saying, mate, the longer they're out here, you know, the harder it's going to get for them. The longer you're out here, the easier it's going to get for you. So if we're none for you know if we're none for forty at T off thirty five overs that's cool because we'll still have forty overs and it'll just be a one day game. Yeah, uh, Dalton King batted superbly. His high score for the club sixty eight of one hundred and thirty nine balls batted for fifty overs. He told me uh, the next day because he came down and checked out the juniors said he was destroyed, uh, but he said he was happy to score some runs. Uh, Chatty as well fifty eight. I assume batted batted well. Yeah, the two of them, the two of them batted really well. We're one hundred and 17 run stand for the second wicket. Very nice. Yeah, really, really good. Um, my only disappointment is that both of them were set, and I think if they if there had been more regular drinks intervals, because Cannington, very reluctant, I don't think they took any additional drinks Yeah, breaks. I heard that. And uh, I tell you what, I won't be standing for any of that. I also heard they rotated four keepers throughout the, the innings. Yeah, four four different keepers. That's That's ridiculous. weird. That's real weird stuff. I've never seen that before. Um <laughs> So, yeah, if, if there'd been more regular drinks breaks, I feel that Dalts and or Chatty would have turned up because they would have just had that extra little bit of refreshment time. I could I could tell both of them were, like, it was hard going out there. Uh, Al Martin, 29. Colby Shocker, 97 not out. And then Alex King, 41 not out at the end as well. Dropped uh, first or second ball. Nice. As well. That's what you want. Yeah, he was uh, just sliced one away through sort of uh, extra cover. And the cover fielder went, mm, I'm not going to catch that. I was. I heard that um, from a few boys that uh, that second half of the innings, probably from 40 overs onwards, it was the worst fielding effort they've ever seen on a cricket Yeah, field. tell you what, there's, I, you know, just when you think you've played cricket for a while and you've, you've seen everything, um, I think they, to be fair, this game actually shouldn't have gone ahead at all. They only had five blokes there um, with like five minutes to go until one o'clock. Yeah. So strictly speaking, according to the bylaws, you forfeit if you don't have seven to take the field ten minutes before the game. Yeah. Um, but we said, you know, we pre-agreed with the umpire. We was like, we'll just give them an extra 15 minutes because at the end of the day, you know, we all want to play cricket. So, we, you know, they started the game with seven. They got it up to about 10 or maybe 11 possibly at one point. So uh, given that, the, you know, they were not, not a full complement on the field, um, you, you know, you would expect that, given it was also a stinking hot day, that they, they might struggle throughout the duration of the game. And uh, quite often, just at different periods throughout the game, um, one, someone would just walk off, like whoever had kept would just walk off, and then they'd only have, say, nine on the field. I also heard there was a point where the ball got hit into the bushes and they couldn't be bothered looking for it, so Al just got a ball out of his bag. <laughs> yeah, actually. So uh, one bloke, uh, Harun, their, their best stick, uh, was yeah, over in the bush, um, fetching another six that Colby had uh, bushed. And, yeah, none of his teammates went to help him out. Like, no one was there. I was standing at square leg, and I went just to the bloke next to me, no idea where he was, and I said, do you like Harun? 
And he goes, just look at me confused. I'm like, well, fuck, if, well, if that was my mate over there, I'd probably go help him. <laughs> and he was just like, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, all right, then. No worries. But, yeah, repeatedly, I reckon at least five occasions I saw a ball, like a keeper miss a ball and, like, it went to the boundary. There was no fine leg or someone had hit the ball um, and, like, misfielded in the infield and then just no one would go and chase it. Just no one would follow it up. So, like, our boys are, like, f- forced to run three. Maybe this was a tactic from Cannington. Our boys were forced to run three <laughs> in the heat. Right, okay. Yeah. This is just, it was some real, real village shit. Uh, well, now we can jump onto one day bees, and it's a good time to jump onto the bees because our special guest has walked into the studio. Riley Land, welcome, brother. It's good to be here, thanks. Uh, good to have you on, mate. Now, have you listened to any of the podcasts yet, or is this... Yeah, I've listened to a few. I don't think I caught the last couple, but yeah, yeah definitely last year's ones, heard most of them. Yeah, nice. Now, you're, you're a real hard man to read the stats on because you played so many junior games that they all merge into one. <laughs> so it's real difficult to try and get a gauge on how many senior games you played. Uh, do, you, do you have an idea of how many senior games you think you played? I believe before this season started, I'd only actually played the one senior game quite a few years ago, actually. Yeah. I think I'd just turned 14. My brother's popped off over in England, and I got a call up saying, can you come replace your brother in a day-night game? Day-night game? Stuff dreams are made of. Yeah. We'll come back to that very soon. Uh, we'll talk a bit of one-day bees, because you played on the weekend. You took the new ball. Uh, yeah. How did you find it? First time you've bowled in a proper game since, what, March last year? Yeah, it'd been a while. Definitely felt a bit shaky. Yeah. But I didn't I felt it didn't start off too bad, but definitely that third over, I felt like they did try and target me a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> and balls didn't exactly go where the batsman wanted them, but they got the runs, and <laughs> that was me. Yeah, three handy overs though, and hopefully you just build on it this week. You also batted at the end. I think you scored one, didn't you? Yeah, solid one off one. It's good for the average, right? Yeah, very good. In your defence though, you are coming back from a pretty serious uh, back injury. Oh, you yeah. want to talk us through that? Uh, well, it was pretty much oh, stress fractures. You can't really do much with them. It was a lot of healing. I had six months of stationary just rehab, so I was doing pretty much Pilates just in the school gym or at home so little exercises that i'll do to try and see how much pain i was in moving around my back yeah and then it wasn't yeah for a while that i could actually run and start hitting the gym before i could actually return to cricket so there's a good nine months in between i've stopped like stopped moving around in that and actually being able to just go down to the nets and run or anything like that so it's a very long process Wow, well, glad to have you back now. Uh, now, in that one-day bees game, it didn't didn't go to plan. We we started off pretty averagely. We lost Tyler second ball, and I went, oh, that's not what you want. Uh, we were seven for 70, and Paul, me, and Riley, we're there to bowl, looking at each other, just going, is there any danger of someone scoring some fucking runs? <laughs> Please. I thought I was going to have 10 overs to bat. Yeah, I was padded up with about 15 to go, and I'm going to have to go in and bat again. Fortunately, I didn't even have to bat. Because John Saff and Sean Collingwood put on a bit of a partnership. You only had to go out there for four or five balls, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Had yeah. nice running between your wickets with sheep. Almost yeah. cooked me on the very last ball. Yeah, he couldn't He couldn't make it, could yeah. he? He couldn't do it. Uh, we managed to get to, what, what was it, 123? 8 yeah. for 123. Yeah. We thought, we thought, especially after we played him last week, that was defendable. Uh, 
they got up to probably probably a pretty decent start. I think they would have been none for twenty at least. Yeah, I, I remember seeing they were about none for thirty five after their seven first yeah. seven overs. They did start well, but as I was saying to Kempy on the way here, they had it. They had a couple of good bats, and then they really had a bunch of absolute crabs, and then like one other good bat. Yeah, that's very well worded for that team. <laughs> B May was a good bat. T Hiscock, I'm surprised he got 15. Hornby, when you could hit, he got seven. And then I tell you, the next three or four were real, real spuds. Yeah. Uh, we there was a point there. I thought we were going to snatch it. I thought we were going to win. We had him in a very good position, especially after John Saff. What can't he do? <laughs> Caught and bowled. John couldn't believe yeah. it. John's bowled this full toss. And as he's well, he's going, oh, and then this guy smashed it and John's just dived one-handed, taking a screamer. It was as if God reached out, caught the ball and just put it into <laughs> Saf's hand. It was. Because Saf said, no, mate, as he looked up, no, mate, I'm going to catch that. We actually, I don't think we dropped any catches. We fielded really well. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty good center fielding. Yeah, just unfortunately just wasn't enough. Uh, they did get the runs because the captain, Jordan May, came in with a runner and just... Belted 36 and got the job done for them. The other guys, even the guy who was with him at the end, uh, made zero. So, handy. But, yeah. Uh, unfortunate. We uh, d- did go down. We have Maddington this week. Uh, the rumours are, Kemp, that Sarav is back. And Sarav has scored all his runs against Maddington this year. He's got the, uh, he's got the Maddington flu. Yeah. So, I think, I said to him, I said, brother, you love scoring runs against Maddington. So hopefully he does it again. He scored 60 against him in Tomo's 400th and then 40 against him in the T20. So, If uh, if that's a sign of things to come, like hopefully it is, mm. um, and then we take that view and we look at the ladder, Kenwick sitting in sixth overall in the eight-team competition, mm. sitting on 36.17 points. Uh, fourth place, Riverton, who just played two weeks in a row, 65.4. Mm. Uh, so... We uh, yeah, a good thirty points out of the four, and you get six points for a win. You end up with about eight or nine when you had the bonus points. So if we get, we just win the last five, and the results go away, and we sneak in. So basically, yeah, we need to win all of those five quite well, and I think we need Riverton to not win any more games. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. Uh, so Riverton have Armadale. Oh, God, I'm an old oh, rubbish. Phoenix. <laughs> no, they'll probably Leaning. lose to Phoenix. They'll lose to Leaving. And Maddington. Well, they could lose to Maddington. Then Cardinia. I don't see them dropping all of those games. If they won, what if they won three of them and we won five? Would we? Yeah, but we'd get the 30 points for the five wins hmm. to drag us equal to them. So basically, we need them to lose all the games. That's what I'm saying. But with Armadale and Cardinia. even Cardinia in there, it's not looking but, the greatest. Mm, what about Leeming? Who do Leeming have? Because they're on the they're only a couple of points above Riverton. So what what I'm hearing is they're well, they're point three six of a point uh, above. Uh, and I tell you what, brother, when you start going like that, you're clutching at straws because <laughs> Leeming have Cardinia this week. Oh well, Cardinia are good for a win. And then they have Maddington. Maddington will knock them off. And then Riverton. Riverton will knock them off. And then Phoenix. Phoenix will knock them off. And then Leeming in the last round have Kenick. Oh, and then we knock Froha straight in. So what you're saying is we're playing finals. Uh, would you like to place a wager on it? 
No. Not exactly. No. <laughs> but I'll tell you who is a chance for high finals. The one day, yes. They're coming off two wins in a row. <laughs> they're back. So they're actually, they're only 10 points out of the four, I believe, if I read that correctly. Yeah, nine, nine and a half. Wow. The question is, do we just start strong place to the F to help them get there? That's that's the real question you have to ask. I mean, can they get on the field, though? They haven't been on the field for two weeks. That's true, maybe. They'd, they're versing Cardini this week, who are actually below them. This right. is a massive opportunity for the Fs. This is a must-win game. If they win this, there's belief. They must win this game. Well, all right. Let's just start stacking them. Let's drop fourth graders. Obviously, in two weeks' time, let's just put everyone down to the Fs. And then the problem that you, that you have, though, let's just say we drop the Bs to the Fs, win the last four or whatever, get them to finals. <laughs> then all the F lines have to come back into the semi, and it's probably not going to go to plan. Well, look, how about we just don't drop anyone and just let nature take its course? No, nah, let's get into a semi. I want Jack Mills bowling in a semi. I believe that they can get there without any assistance. Yeah. Depend- know. Oh, it de- all depends how Sheep pulls up, though. <laughs> He's been a bit of their runs this season. He's been a few handy runs, I've seen. He has. I believe Jack Collingwood's out for a little bit. So oh, what's yeah. going on with him? Oh, because he's now school started up again, so school cricket is actually playing on Saturday at... Uh, Trinity. So, uh, depending what what eleven he's selected in, uh, could be playing a whole day of cricket potentially. Oh man, gee, it's going to be real yucky this week. This Saturday's going to be near forty. He's not going to want to play bloody twelve hours of cricket. So you know, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe there'll be a, maybe there'll be a little bit of a chat tomorrow night training between a few senior figures, and may, maybe maybe Kempy's named as a. As someone as Darren Riordan in the One Day Fs. Gee, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> what's What's Drew Shepherd up to? All right, moving on uh, <laughs> to the next topic. Haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> uh, if we move on, the juniors. We haven't gone through the juniors yet. The under twelves, who have had one game this year, and that was coached by a young Riley here. Oh, Dan Dan had to leave early, and Riley said, "I'll take over," and they went all the way to a victory. Do you wonder why you haven't been given the job after that? or I can't take all the credit. It wasn't... Well, both teams were sort of down there. And <laughs> it was still a, quite a close game, but yeah, I had to... Kenwick did their best to lose it. Oh, yeah. Some of the boys thinking, oh, two wickets left. We need 10 runs. I want to hit that in two balls. <laughs> they personally told me that out in the middle. I want to hit this in two balls. I said, keep calm, just do what you're doing. They had 15 overs to bat, and they said they want to do it in two balls. Oh. I said, keep your calm, knock around the singles like you've been doing, and you can win this. They did. It was a very close win, <laughs> but they did it. Just well, out of interest, many sixes hit in uh, under 12s? I haven't seen. I saw one game where they got bowled out for 30. There were no sixes hit. Well, not for our team. Mm. Mm. Uh, when I coached my team in under 12, they had a few sixes. Just really back that belief. Yeah, like, when, we're, we're not the best, but gee, we'll do it in two balls. <laughs> Let's get it done and done with. I'm a middle-order batsman and I bowl spin. Uh, so on the weekend, uh, they batted first, made six for 64. I go down to training with my 15s. The 12s are at the same time. They have 11 or 12 at training. Like, seven of them keep showing up in the game. Seven or eight of them. They're at home on the weekend. They had eight players show up. So they bowled out for 64. Where are these players? They're just one of these one of these social cricketers. 
Uh, Sajib Daliwal made seven. Uh, Ronson got a duck. Zeth Hanley, five. Uh, Gaza made four. Jack Nankara, 11, not out of 52 balls. Fucking respect, Jack Roo. And then um, Samik in his first game for the season, eight off 63, not out. So he's... He, Fuck, that's, that's some real reliability stodgy. there. Uh, Jalen Juarez, uh, one... One out for off thirteen balls, and a miss Pockerel with a duck. So six to sixty four. Canningvale got it. They end up two for one hundred and seven. Canningvale, uh, the one wicket coming from a miss Pockerel, and then there was a run out. So good times for the lads. Uh, but hopefully they they can get a win maybe this week. Who are they playing? Gosnell's Blue. Uh, Gosnell's Blue any good? Who knows. Uh, but I'll back them in. I think they'll probably win this week. The 15s have a buy, so maybe I'll head down and have a look. Who knows? Uh, the 15s on the weekend, a uh, real tough day at the office for my boys. Uh, we won the toss and elected to bowl first. Canningwell put together a good score of 36. So <laughs> 36. 8 for 36. Uh, yeah, they only had nine players as well, so it was real party time. Uh in terms of wickets, we got a wicket off the first ball of the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just looking at this scorecard. It's 8 for 36. One bloke gets 29. Yeah. There's 10 extras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Man Mihit Singh and Kieran Simons uh, opened the bowling. They took two each. Uh, Callan took one. Jake Collingwood came on, took two. And uh, IU took one for one off one and said, let's get off here and have a bat. And uh, it all happened pretty quick. We got the runs. Didn't get to bat our whole 35, even though it was 11 o'clock. They said, oh, the time for the overs to be. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock. There's three overs left. Like, umpire, just bowl them out. Did you have an official umpire? Or was... Yeah. And this is the official umpire yeah. telling you. And it's, they are, they're following the correct rules. It's just a stupid rule. And considering they only got through 13 overs... Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you, short on time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know why they do it. So, technically, if you play in a semi-final, and you're, like, Ascot are the best team, if we versus Ascot in a semi, would you not just bowl real slow and try to just bowl 24 overs in your your allotted time? Because you still get your 35 yeah, in the bat. it doesn't... With no punishment. It doesn't make whatsoever. any sense. Have you... Have you, you have written I to have, them. and they didn't respond. Hmm. Upsetting. But we'll just win the flag, hopefully, and, and roll on from there, and it won't matter. Yeah, okay. Fingers enough. crossed. We'll struggle at nine for 232. Yeah. Uh, I did say to the boys, I said, good stuff. I swear to God, if we're seven for 20, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> Fortunately, uh, Matty Goodhue made 27 at the top. Sal Cream making 18 not out after retiring hurt, then returning to the field very gutsily later on. He got hit in the testicles and Never said... Nice. And said... I'm off, Matty. <laughs> was he wearing a box? He was. He said it sort of. It was a real slow bowler, and he's gone the big sweep, and it's gotten under and and got him. And he Ooh. he said, "I'm not going back out." And I said, "Okay." And then he said, oh, "I'm okay now. I'll go back out." And he did. Uh, Jake Collingwood making 71 off 35, just laced him everywhere. Yeah, he's probably too good to be playing there. Huh? Nah, Cannibal just not very good. Right. <laughs> uh. He'll get a challenge when we verse uh, teams like South Perth Gold, the Ascots, uh, those sort of teams, Les Murdy. Uh, so this week we have a bye for the under-15s, then we have South Perth Gold, who in round one 
which obviously those boys just weren't ready for. We got rolled for 66 in round one, uh-huh. and they made 100. And after we restricted them to 132, I thought, no, it's, it's chaseable, lads, and no, it wasn't. Um, so all I'm saying is I look forward to playing them again this in the coming week because I think we'll be able to do a better job. I'll back you in. Yeah. Uh, with the, the ladder... It does currently say we're sitting in fifth, but we do have more points than the team in second. But I believe with when the buy happens this week, the points will average out and we will jump into at least third or something. I, yeah, I don't know. They've always mixed that up with mm. throughout the years. They've never gotten it right it's until you actually get to the point and you're confused who you're actually playing. Yeah, it's a joke. But I'm sure they'll, they'll work it out. Um, I don't think they will. Well, they will, they'll have to. As long as we're in that four. Look, I'll go as far as to say that I don't think that they know their heads from their assholes. And if the SM, SEMJCC is listening, please please talk to me. I'd like to help you. <laughs> Do you want to join the SEMJCC? Oh, some sort of consultancy role. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that a paid role? Oh, no. I think I'd just be, be doing it for, for love and, you know, just, just a bit of fucking logic. <laughs> <laughs> now... Riley, uh, it's time to get back onto you, my friend. Yep. Uh, as you said, now you, you said it was a day-nighter, you, your first game. Yeah, oh, I struggled to remember who it was against. Might have been... Are you talking... Was this was this a tie? It, yeah, I was talking to Kemp about this last week, I believe. It was the big P- dilemma that night. The P-R-R. lights were turning off, and we... Or Kenwick had thought that we'd w- hit the winning runs... And then they come off the field. The other team have argued for about 10 minutes. The lights have just turned off. <laughs> and then suddenly it is a draw. Yeah, I, the way I remember it, if it's the same, we're thinking of the same game, Graham Smith was on Daboo and hit a six. Yep. And we needed two off the last ball. He hit a single and it was a tie. And then they're coming off. So we think, oh, it's a tie. And then they go to the book where your mum was scoring and go, no, you've made a mistake. They've lost by a run. And, like, we're not making finals. Neither were they. They thought they were a chance if they, (laughs) like, you're not, neither of us are making this. Like, have the win. We don't care. (laughs) Like, like, I think we had, if you were playing, we had you, Liam McCosker, Dalton King, Taj, Josh Ferguson, like... It was basically half an under-14 side. I remember so. Murray Williams in there because I may or may not have dropped an absolute sitter off his bowling <laughs> and popped it from him. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not that's a not surprise. Un- that's not unheard of. Uh, let me just have a look here. So it would have been 2017-18. Yeah, it would have been around there. One day ease. Kenwick. Kenwick. I remember you, there. there is a game that you were listed to play, didn't play, and your mum batted. Yeah, I do remember my mum playing a rare game of Kenwick. Uh, here, here is the night game. Yeah, you were in that eleven. I remembered bowling because two drop catches were actually off my bowling. Did you bowl that day? Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, three overs, number to twelve. Very nice. This one will probably please you a bit. I've heard a few of the things about the package. One of them was that dropped absolute dolly by him at mid off. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Sheehan Mendes Well just keep that front of mind Very handy that game as well We had Rohit Nair playing yeah. In the one day ease Fuck he's way too good to be because, playing But he couldn't play But he could play because the game was at 3.30 So we had him for that game 
Uh, Murray Williams, three for 22. Very, very handy. Moving on. <laughs> now, you've mentioned Murray, you've mentioned Sheehan. I, I did have another game in mind for, for the name game, but maybe we do this game because I think you'll remember it better than the other game that I had in mind, which I'll mention very soon. Do you want to have a crack at this? I assume you've heard what the name game is. Yeah. Do you need me to send it to you, Stephen, or have you found it? Oh, please do. Uh, so we're going to see if you can name all 11. Uh, no one's been able to pull it off before, uh, but this is your opportunity. I'm not going to mention anyone, and if you remember, if you forget someone you've already named, well, that's on you. I can't say I'm going to pull off anything t- today. All right, here we go. Have a go. Start us off. I do remember Mar- Murray Williams. Yep, one. Uh, Taj Hewitt. Turns out I was wrong. Taj did not play. I, I could have sworn <laughs> wow. he was the other one who dropped the catch off my bowling. He might have subfielded. Maybe subfielded. I can. Yeah. Ar- I think he might have subfielded. We'll I do that recall we'll, that. Well, how about we let that slide? We'll let that slide. We won't you're say it's incorrect. Because yeah. you're a dog. I'm pretty sure he did subfield. Obviously, Sheehan. Sheehan, yep. Two. Uh, Graham Smith, because I remember that six. That went pretty far. Three. <laughs> oh, it's really scraping now. Do I count in that? Yeah, four. <laughs> oh, trying to get to two hands here. No, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all come to a halt. Yeah. I couldn't remember if Dalton was at the club at that point or not. It was it was quite around that time where he was. Are you gonna name him or not? I'll come back to that one. Okay, okay. Because I did hear you mention Liam and Dalton, but I couldn't tell if they were there. But I'm gonna say Liam McCosker. He was there. Then Dalton King. Yes, that's six. Okay, that was two freebies. Uh, I couldn't remember who our top order was. Well, I'm forgetting <laughs> one. <laughs> Matty Arrowsmith. I was hey. there. Seven. Yeah. How did I forget that one? Oh. Yeah, I can't remember our batting order. Could give a little hint. Is it too early to give hints? Um, I don't know if you'll even get it with the hint. Yeah, he wouldn't have played a lot of with him. Um, the opening batsman, one of them, um, <clears throat> self-described uh, as the backbone. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> when you say backbone, that reminds me of something Murray Williams would have said. <laughs> so, oh, I want to say... A Jim Bryant, maybe. It's a good guess, but it's a no. 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 Do you give up? Yeah, I can't say I know any others. Right. So opening the batting was Darren Riordan, who is self-proclaimed the backbone. I can't. He was the bloke, if you recall, opened the batting, blocked the first ball, got bowled the second ball. I opened batting because he's rubbish just to get him out of the way. He came off, said his back was cooked, and he had to go home. I actually, I'm pretty confident he said it was broken. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and that brings in the Taj as a subfielder. Yeah, but we no, we bowled first. Did we? Yeah, we did. Because we were chasing, remember? So we hit mm. the six. Yeah. I, I do rec- I recall Taj subfielding, yeah. though. I do recall that. Um, Jack Chapman was opening the batting with Daz. Oh, you know? yeah. Uh, Rohit was at three, who we mentioned before, but you, you didn't didn't mention him. Don't put it. Uh, Josh Ferguson. You didn't mention Josh Ferguson. <laughs> oh. Out hit wicket. Me? No, no. Ferg, out hit wicket. I remember I was out hit wicket. I do not remember Ferg being out oh, hit wicket. Oh, two hit wickets. Two hit wickets in a game. It's unusual to see one. I don't remember Ferg being I remember being out hit wicket. It was a painful experience. 
Talk me through that. How'd you do that? We definitely spoke about it on the podcast before. Have we? But I will mention it again. I was batting, and this guy was bowling this loopy spin. So it was bouncing real high. So I went, oh, I'm going to bat a bit deeper. And it worked, because I stepped back, and I, I whacked it behind fine leg. I'm like, oh, we'll get at least two there. Touched my stump. Bail came off. That's um, right. I do recall that. I, bales. I probably shouldn't have said anything, because none of them noticed. <laughs> but I just turned and walked off. I should just rap. They might have noticed eventually. I just went, oh, maybe the wind blew them off. Oh. It is windy down here. I was pretty upset at the time. Uh, I've never been more nervous going onto the ground, actually. Because I've never... All the games of cricket I played, and it's because we had all those juniors playing, I've never seen that many people. It was a good, what, little, good little crowd. The whole, the whole side yeah. where those trees were, there was hordes of parents over there. I'm like, there's actually a crowd here. <laughs> yeah, it was a very good atmosphere that day. Because I remember... There was a few, quite a few people down there, not even just the parents. Just, just randoms, yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, I was pretty upset. It was actually Tom Bryan who came around and consoled me because I was pretty upset when I stood on my stumps. Good on him. But the best part about that game was guys like uh, Josh Ferguson, Dalton King, Liam McCosker nearly getting us over the line. That, that was the exciting part. Also, one of my favourite wickets in that game of all time, Bold Arrows and Stump McCosker. Because <laughs> he would not have been keeping up. Yeah, it was a little bit back. He was able to run up and take, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, now, the other game I wanted to mention that you were involved in or semi-involved in probably should have been your debut, but because you're, I guess, a, we're a little bitch back then, I don't know. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> my mum was very careful with the games I played. I wanted... So even when we didn't get a uh, team done at Kenwick that year for juniors, she said, no, you're not allowed to play seniors. I want you to still play juniors. And then Fair enough. That year didn't work out too bad, actually, because me and my mates went undefeated in a comp where we are versing some pretty decent teams, but I guess held our wickets better and just took out the flag. So it was actually a couple of weeks after your debut, so it was round 16, and I recall this. We were versing Maddington at Sutherland's Park. Um, we only put on 79 batting first. You were playing. You were playing. Yeah. <laughs> it got to about, we're like, I don't know, it does that fall the wickets here? It doesn't. We would have been five for barely anything. And you come up with me, Maddie, I'm feeling pretty sick. I don't want to play. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, Taj is there just watching. So Taj ended up batting as you. I remember that game. Um, yeah. Made four. We only made 79. Next minute, we have them nine for 78. But we're fielding with 10 because Gooch had to leave early. But Riley said he was too sick to come on and be an 11th fielder for us, unfortunately. Um, and how old was he? 14. Was that at the time of under-14s that season? I can't remember. So I believe I just thought it was. So Gutless. I would have been 13 at the time. 13? I'll tell you what, Matthew, I've had enough of this toxic masculinity that you're displaying today. Gutless. I remember... And I'll, you'll always be blamed for that loss. I do actually remember that batting uh, that batting situation because I remember seeing that opening bowler coming back on as I was about to bat. He was <laughs> Did you just go, no, He know. was bowling at a pace I hadn't seen at that age. And I thought, <laughs> does someone else want to bat? <laughs> and I can remember that. Actually, very well, and yeah, it's not my proudest moment of cricket. No, nah, it's okay, man. I was, I'm, I'm only, I'm only kidding, of course. But uh, that that game was uh, an interesting game that we almost snatched. I, I recall uh, 
they got to a pretty good start. They were one for 22, and then we just started rolling through them. Uh, a run out from Hayden Arducci actually started off, throw to Andre Hale, and he took the stumps. But I recall Mick Kay. He actually, he, he wound out the clock. He, uh... He was real slow at this point, you know, the bodies. But I remember he he, he bowled, a, he got a wicket, then he bowled a bloke, and all of a sudden the, he knew we were a chance of winning, the pace ran up. I remember he bowled like and ran through waving the arm around. He was, he was real excited. He was windmilling. Real good bowler. And then I remember I was bowling my last over, and the last ball of my last over, the, he edged me to slip, and who caught it? Mick Kay caught it. And so they needed two to win, and we needed a wicket. Unfortunately, Alex King bowled two wides, and that was the end. And then, unfortunately, they managed to get 107, because I think once they got it, we were like, oh. Who cares? Unfortunately, do you want to know who was batting at 11 that day, Kemp? For Maddington? Ozane? Yeah. The Ozman. Yeah, Steve Ozane. <laughs> Making 16. Shout out to the Oz man if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Hope life in regional New South Wales is treating you well. Shout out to you, Oz. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if you played another game that season, though. No, I believe that was... That little bunch was my only games before... This year? Yeah, before this year. How many games have you played this year? Oh, a good five or six. So technically, on my career, you were three senior games before this year. Because one, your mum batted for you. Oh, yeah. I believe she got she put a duck to my name. She did. Kenwick's never played anyone under an assumed name. They both H- had the same H- last name. How dare you? I think that was another game where maybe you just didn't... I can't remember. I can't remember what happened. We got destroyed that game. It was a horrible day. I still remember it. Oh, was that a winter cricket game? No. Oh, no. I remember that winter cricket game. I Did got, you? you asked me to play. You play a winter cricket game. One was it, game. Was it, was it the day that the opposition scored 300 in a T20? Oh, yeah. No, I believe we made a very, very low total. I'm talking 40, 50. I come in at 11, didn't even have to face a ball because uh, Naduchi was batting at 10. I think he got cleaned up first couple of balls. And then they're probably about 10 runs off our uh, score. And you throw the ball to me and say, uh, you've got an opportunity here, mate. doesn't matter what happens out of it. I believe I went for a good 15 off that over. And then they just said, we don't want to stay out here for too much longer. We can go off if you guys want. And you snapped that up real quick. <laughs> I do not recall that at all. Oh, that was a, quite a while ago. Well, we... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't recall that, at, even in the slightest. But I'm sure it happened. Winter cricket is such a graveyard of village yuck shit that happens. Yeah. A set, like, it's not as bad now we're in that Coburn comp, that Vic Park comp. You adverse teams one week, you're like, these guys are rubbish. Then you adverse team next week, you're like, these guys play first grade and yeah. we're going to get licked. Yep. Absolutely donkey licked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I do have some questions that have been sent in from the public for you, Riley. Oh, for me? Yeah. So, there's not, not, not too many, but there are a couple. So... Uh, we'll go through a few of them now. Uh, the first one is from Jim August. Do you remember Jim? Yes, I do have some fond memories of, <laughs> of Jim. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now <laughs> he wants you to tell us about the time, and I do. I actually do remember this. Tell us about the time you got your ass kicked on Mario Kart Eight by an old person who had never played the game before. I recall that very well. There was 
some dodgy, <laughs> dodgy backstage behind that. Was there? I had my older brother, four years older, on top of me holding my hand just so Jim could win. Well, I was there. I remember it was actually the night after the semi-final. And it, I don't know why we were at your house. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it was so close down the road. Oh, I don't know why we went there. And then I think I turned on the Wii and was playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and I said, does anyone want to play? Jim August, uh, Jim August says, yeah, I'll give it a crack. And I got whooped. <laughs> <laughs> well, he still remembers it, clearly. Some skullduggery at play there, by the sounds. Yeah, clearly. it wasn't the fairest of matches. Classic Augie, though, being a yuppie. Shout out to James if you're listening. Just going, oh, you, this is a Nintendo here. You go, oh, a bit of, bit of Wii stuff? Yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> and then he went home and bought one. <laughs> Probably. Uh, now, I do have a question from Chris Chadwick. Um, he'd love to know what percentage of his max speed is he currently bowling at after his back injury. I'd also like to know how is his gym rehab going. It's a good question. <laughs> uh, or... My bowling is definitely getting up there. I wouldn't say I'm quite full hundred percent, still trying to find my full rhythm, but I'm getting up there good eighty, ninety percent, I guess, I could say, yep. And at the gym at now I'm back at school mostly doing more. I've actually just joined a gym. Chatty will probably be happy about that. Yeah. I've been doing the stuff he sent me and actually working on a bit of cardio a bit more and some oh. building up some arm strength. So next year you'll probably be in the top side. Oh, it's pushing it, but oh, baby. oh baby, I'd like to say yes, but <laughs> we'd have to see how we go. How is there any pain in the back anymore? Or does it feel alright? No, it's feeling fine. That's good. I haven't had pain since I've started because obviously I'm not gonna do something stupid. If I stuffed up my back again, I could have been out for two years. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, now, also a question here from Tony Wright. Um, he said, "What's your process?" getting ready, coming into open bowl. I noticed on the weekend he'd get his head down really quickly. He needs to focus on relaxing and bowling on a spot. If he did that, I think he'd bowl really well. He's got a lot of potential. Yeah, I've, I've heard a bit of this in the past, actually. It's pretty good feedback for my bowling. I would like to say I have a pretty short temper, <laughs> <laughs> as fully uh, shown by my hair colour. I've been known in the past to... <laughs> Have some a few rangerages they like to call them, and yeah, I guess just balls not landing, or even stupid shots or like edges that happen. I definitely do even bad bowling for me. I didn't. I do tend to put my head down pretty quick, yeah. which Spud was actually pretty good on the weekend. He was definitely helping me to try and get that out of my head, not push into that anger. Because I know when I get angry, my bowling can be a lot more erratic. Yeah. But yeah, definitely something I can work on and yeah. improve to like not get disappointed with one or two bad balls. I definitely need a yeah. Fair enough. Can I ask, have you ever seen the movie Happy Gilmore? <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a great movie. What a, you need to go to your happy place. Yeah, that could actually work. Find a happy place, go there. Yeah. Because I like playing this year with Chook. Uh, he'll often be, you know, nearish to mid off, and like in the field, like shout out to your brother. You're like you're always funny. You're a good, you good value. But he's always trying to make me laugh. And like if I'm walking back to my mark, like like there could literally be like a plane crash, something going around, something ludicrous. And I'm just not 
not giving you anyone else outside of this bubble here any any bit of attention. So just just going to my happy place, just staying staying focused, staying in the zone. And you get about bad balls, man. But the best thing about bad balls is they take wickets, so embrace it. Yeah, I like. I got pissed. I get pissed off. I was pissed off on the weekend. The wicket I got was probably the worst ball. Ball that full toss. Yeah, he, he got out. But like there was a couple, few games ago, I didn't feel like I was bowling that well. But every time I came back, Gooch would be chat with me, and that helped me a bit. And I felt like I dragged back okay. Sometimes. People try to see you in my head. I'm like, oh, fucking King here. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. But then after the game, I'm like, he was just trying to help. Yeah. But, yeah, it's quite frustrating. Yeah. Go to your happy place. You and Murray just having yarns. Murray is far from my happy place. <laughs> <laughs> the last time he actually came into my work, I really did not want to chat to him. I hit out the back. <laughs> uh, we do have one more question here. It's from Taj Hewitt. Um, he said, definitely get in to talk us through his high score of 50. Oh, yeah, that wasn't... I never actually got to make runs around the Kenwick boys. Oh, I think my highest score at Kenwick was 24 not out. A lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of defensive opening batting, though. a lot of stodging. Oh, yeah. A lot of jobs done. I remember a certain... I know I'm getting off a bit topic yeah. here, but I know a certain game. I think we played it with about eight Dan Ascot. This was about the time when Taj done his back. Me and Josh Ferguson put on probably over a hundred ball stand. I believe I went oh, good seven off sixty three. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Nice. And yeah, it was a long day in the field after that. I made a seven off ninety five in juniors once. <laughs> that game we mentioned before, we nearly beat Maddington, where we only made seventy nine. Liam McCosker batted out thirty overs till we got bowled out thirty one overs. Opened the batting. Made ten. Don't have the balls. It would have been a hundred plus. It would have been a hundred yeah. plus. Right? I actually remember that. It was a good fight by him. It was good. That opening ball, the one I have acknowledged that I was <laughs> shitting myself about. Gee, I really threw him to the slaughter open with Liam and Josh Fergus. Yeah, you don't care about these kids at all. No, just he good was, development. It was bowling a good what 100, 110 at fourteen year olds. I think it was. Um, it probably was that Vissa bloke. Probably. Oh, Jeremy Visser? I think so. Yeah, he was actually pretty... Yeah. He's pretty sharp. I'd say he's quicker than 110. Because he started in one day ease that year for whatever Oh, erratic reason. as all hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when he when he got... I remember I played him in fifth grade. And yeah. He, and he bounced me and bust me on I the I remember arm. he... Well, I hear, I've heard about him. See, Liam Gardner got a real good bounce off him and, like, gloved it, got out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think I was at the other end. Anyway, talk us through 50. So 50. It was a nice solid innings. We were versing a mediocre team. This was when we went undefeated in that season. And I'll say at that point, we still had like a roster. Our coach wanted us to like circle through the batting order. And whoever batted at number one was a captain. Yeah, right. So You I, didn't have a set captain at this point. No, Interesting. 15s, no set captain. Mm. We were just having a good time. Yeah, really. Fair enough. I guess at that point, we didn't have a, have a great leader. Yeah. So it was shared around. Uh, I remember winning the toss that day. It was a nice, cool day, actually. Went out into the field. I think we rolled them, I wouldn't say maybe rolled, but got them out for a decent total just before the end of the day. And they said to us, oh, do you want to go out and bat before, like, because there's still a little bit of time. And I said to the umpires, not at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously, with the reverse batting order for the bowling order, I yeah. just bowled a good three overs, taken one or two wickets. And I thought, we don't really want to bat. No one else wanted to bat at yeah. that point. So then come back the next week. 
opened the batting. One of my mates, I watched him. Oh, we put on a good 20, 30 run partnership before I actually watched him get castled. All three stumps had the ground. <laughs> oh, God. And so that was a pleasant uh, thing to watch. I think I retired on about 16, 17 off my 30 odd. And then I come back in. We've pretty much already won, so we need a few more runs. But at this point, no one had retired. I was the only one to retire. Oh, right. So then I'd come out trying to consolidate. I was with one of my mates. He, I shouldn't be saying this, but he was hungover. <laughs> he, but he played his best cricket hungover. <laughs> Things happen to the best of them. I said to him, oh, we'll need about 10 more runs or so. Uh, let's just get through this, make some runs, bat the innings. He said, listen, I'm making these runs and I'm getting out. He's a man of his work. He made the runs pretty quick and then got himself out. <laughs> <laughs> so it was down, well, nine wickets down at that point. And what were you on at this stage? Oh, probably a good 25. Oh, still a few to get. Yeah, and then uh, I remember at a dr- oh, I was like knocking around runs because they had a pretty defensive field for me. I don't know why. They had about three sweepers on the leg side when I hadn't shown a big shot all day. I was just playing nice innings, trying to get my mate on strike. Because at this point, he was on about 50 already by the time I was at 25. I remember knocking him around till drinks. Coach, come, oh, we go off to the coach, have a drink, have a chat. He says to my mate, you're going on to make 100 today because it's about 60, 70 at that point. And then he turned around to me. I was like, what have I done? He says, you're going on to make a 50 today. And I don't care if you want to or not. <laughs> he said to me, you're staying out there making runs. I don't care how long it takes. It took me 88, oh, about 80-odd balls. Oh, because uh, of course it. you don't have to retire when you're nine down, do you? Yeah. It was a nice, solid knock. My only 50 of my career. but And then it was nice to get my mate over the line for 100 because I remember I bring up my 50 first. Nice little single, uh, maybe out to deep mid-wicket. I've actually got the video. The video? <laughs> It's from the sideline. My mum and Nan screaming out, yes, rang. And yeah. the camera proceeded to look at the ground afterwards. Nice. Maybe send that to me and we can put on the socials for the podcast. Oh. If you'll and, allow yeah. us. And then I remember over or two later, one of my mate, oh, I helped my mate just knock it around, got him on strike, and he brought up 100. Very good. Very Sounds impressive. like you won that game pretty comfortably. Oh, well, in the end, yes. When we were about eight down, we hadn't made the runs, but then after that, we really punished them. Yeah, fair enough. Now, uh, before we finish up, any questions you want to ask him, Stephen? I know I've got a, a couple I'm, I want to ask him. Uh, what are you uh, What are you hoping to get out of the rest of this season? The rest of this season, I can't say I really made, took my opportunity with the bat at the start of the season. Obviously, coming back, I would have preferred to bowl, but it was a nice opportunity. Uh, probably actually just getting more into my rhythm, finding my proper rhythm, taking a few wickets trying to get us over the line to the finals. No, oh, well, it's still <laughs> possible, it's possible. Uh, now I have a few questions. Obviously, we've chatted a lot of cricket, but I want to I want to get to know the the person uh, that you are. Um, so I have a few... <laughs> Kevin's looking at I'm going, fuck yourself. Do you think this cunt has ever made <laughs> fucking anything with fried rice or noodles? You're ruining the question. There you go, mate. You're uh, fucking out of your mind. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask that one yet. But I will now. Um, so you're at home. Maybe you don't, do you do a bit of cooking or not really? Uh, well, now that mum's away doing fire for you, me and Connor usually take care of the cooking and cleaning. Oh, obviously, we've got to take care of the cooking and cleaning. I like to say I do a lot more than he does. But, yeah. <laughs> now, 
let's just have you ever cooked a stir fry? Yeah, I have. Oh yeah. So if you if you aren't cooking a stir fry, uh, would you if you had to choose, would you go with rice or noodles? Oh, it's a good question. It is. Thank you, Riley. It depends. I can't say I'm a huge fan of the noodles or the stir uh, the stir fry. I do particularly like a rice stir fry instead. Oh wow, be cool. Uh, now let's just say it's three weeks from now. We've gotten on a run of wins, and and teams are collapsing, and we're thinking late run here we come. All right, and I've come up to you. I said, Riley, I need you to play a, play some music to pump up the boys pregame. What song do you reckon you'd go Ooh. with? I can't say I'm a huge music man myself. Oh. I nothing gets you up and about. You don't. There's, there's not a sound or. There is one very oh. particular song that gets me up and about. What is it? It's a good song. Uh, Freed from Desire. Oh, that's a good call. Also known as Kenwick is Fire. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that gets me up and about whenever I'm tired driving home. I think I can't fall asleep at the wheel. Play that. Pumps me right up. Brother, if you play that free game, <laughs> the boys will get up and about. That's a, that's a very good call. Um, favourite movie? Do you have a favourite movie? Oh, I am quite a big fan of the Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. But that's that's good. That's a sign of good parenting. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm actually more of a fan of Marvel, though. Oh, love, wow. me, love myself some Marvel. Have you seen the new Spider-Man film? Absolutely loved it. Good, isn't it? Good little film. Good little film. It's up there with one of my favourite few. Yeah, it's, it's quality. Uh, oh. What? A, well, is, it, is there any any other movies that you you're missing? Are you a Harry Potter man? No, I can't oh, say. Mm, lost a bit of respect for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Most Marvel movies, I can sit there and watch the whole thing. Fair enough. Marvel, and then, yeah, Adam Sandler. You can't go past a good, good Adam Sandler movie. Anything you want to ask Riley before we let him uh, meander on? Um, when you came here today, did you think you were going to get asked stupid questions about your stir-fry preferences? I had no clue about a stir-fry. <laughs> I didn't even think I'd be getting asked questions. I was actually a bit surprised. I haven't actually heard from Taj in a while. <laughs> He's obviously still thinking of you. Yeah. Big fan of the show, Taj. Yeah, anyone who's put on the Kenwick hat's a big fan of the show. You would imagine. Um, Riley, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, mate, and uh, look forward to hopefully having you on next season when you're making your top grade debut. Oh, it'd be nice. <laughs> As I said before, it'd be nice to do that, but, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Hang oh. around for the rest of the show, mate. You might uh, You might find it interesting. I just thought I'd play a bit of funky music to transition out of Riley into the next bit. Just out of interest. Fucking good show, hey? It is a good show. Maybe maybe we could have like a Kenwick opening sort of like produced package of like if the Kenwick show. Who's Kramer at, at our club? Sheep. <laughs> Who's George? I don't know. Need, need an angry, bitter, spiteful, yet likable individual. To be honest, as soon as you did Kramer, it, my head just straight away said sheep. Who's Elaine? Who's Jerry? I don't know. To the people who don't follow Seinfeld, we're sorry. We know this is the Kenwick podcast. I'm not sorry. Learn about the show. Educate yourself. Be a better human. 
Fair enough. Now, we do have a couple more things to do. We do have two more guests that we are getting on the phone. It's a big episode. Huge episode. We still episode. haven't done the, the votes. Are we going to get them on the phone immediately? We're going to do the votes let's, first. Let's do the votes. And let's do the votes. It's probably in Riley's best interest that he has already left. He is gone. Uh, we are going to do the votes. So, uh, do you want to start me off with your honourable mentions? Yeah, look, we we were uh, discussing this on the way in. It was It was a tough week. Um, for votes, I tell you what. When when aren't they tough weeks? When aren't they tough uh, weeks? They have been tougher than. There's been tough weeks and there's been tougher weeks and then there's been not easy weeks but not as tough as other weeks. Fair. Well, I'd like to start um, by God, God Himself, John Safiotti. Um, two for fourteen off seven. What a what a man. Um, and then. You know, twenty with the twenty with the stick as well. Also took a fantastic court and bold, and his catch at gully late was a ripper. The man is God, um, and also um, this is this is probably uh, regrettable. Um, just maybe the fact that if you're listening, till I'm sorry, it was a bit Versace. Your four for, yeah, yeah, your four for forty odd was a bit Versace for one day bees. Um, I think those are probably two the two standouts. Um, Although if uh, if we look at the sixth grade, um, I think Devon bowled, yeah, Devon bowled two for twenty one off twelve, and uh, my my boy uh, Dickie Bean one for twenty one off fourteen in in trying conditions. So yeah, shout out to that props. Yep, and your your one vote. It was tough. Um, I actually did tell you you boys this on on Saturday night at Club Thompson. I went through the scorecard, and I said, doesn't matter whatever the, whoever did what. Whichever individual got Matt Chucky Watson out gets a vote. So Sheehan Mendes. Oh no! Oh dear. Two for forty-four off thirteen. But if we look at it in in the in the bigger picture, also captaincy debut, I believe, yeah. for the club. Yeah. Um, and look, that's not easy. Least of all against Coburn, who let's face it, they are you know they set the fucking rules. They are the the prototype. They are the benchmark. Yeah. For two day cricket, so yeah, that wouldn't have been fun in that in that heat. Uh, a few shout outs for me. Oh McGlue. Um, took three for, made twenty. G. When he's on with the ball, he is hard to stop. When he's he's rolling through him. Uh, also, shout out to Tyler Siger as well. Uh, very good performance from him. Um, even uh, Alex King as well with his forty cameo and Owl's little knock as well. Very nice. Uh, my one vote. I've gone with John Safiotti. Uh, really got us out of a pickle. Uh, did a job. Bolt superbly. Field superbly. Oh, got to be one of my favourite boys to play with. Top three, 100%. I miss him in fourth grade. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe you're getting back for finals. Who knows? Gee, that'd be nice. Yeah. Unavailable this week, unfortunately. Mm. Upsetting. Yeah. Upsetting. Your two votes? Um, look, possibly possibly uh, a little bit low. Possibly a little bit low. Uh, Chris Chadwick, two votes yep. for his Fair 58. Um, yeah. he Look, he, he came in. Uh, the start of his innings was maybe, maybe t- toward the end of it being tough, um, and then yeah, him and Dolts just yeah just decided to to take care of business. He played quite well. Disappointing again, like like I was saying earlier, just maybe if there was extra drinks breaks, a bit more time to recuperate and stay mentally fresh, he might have might have got to the three figures. But fair not enough, to be, not to be. Um, two votes, and again, maybe I've done this bloke harsh. Colby Shocker, I gave two votes for his ninety-seven not out. Mm, um, I, I look, it's a good uh, look. It's ninety-seven. I'm sure it's great. I did hear they were like, like 
Chooks at me goes, look, give Colby votes. He batted superbly. But reward Dalton more because he did in the hard part and they'd, they'd really just given up by that point. But still, 97 cannot be sneezed at at all. Colby's batting was not too dissimilar to um, a parental figure in the 90s taking their, uh, you know, truant child and bending them over the knee and spanking them. <laughs> uh, but very good 97 and he gets my two votes. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's a little unfair. But they're your votes and not mine. And that's what this is about. Go on. Three, three votes to the glue stick. Nice. Yeah. Look, he got 20 out of a score of 120. He nearly top scored. Uh, and, yeah, three for 18 in, in the middle when uh, yeah. you, we got you into a position to win the game. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just like to see this man at training. I'd like, yeah. to, I'd like to meet this man. I'm giving this man votes. Yeah, we need to get him back to the club for a drink or something. Doesn't even have to, yeah, doesn't even have to be training. Yeah. Just like to know know what this man what looks like. What, yeah, what is he about? You'll see him. You'll see the mullet go, different. You get no bloke. Good bloke. Okay. Uh, my three votes. This bloke didn't play on the weekend, but by God, my God, does he fucking deserve these votes. Um, I don't know if you know about it, but on the weekend we were short a fielder. Sheep, well, well, he fielded, but Sheep wasn't in a good way. So I put out a post on Facebook. Who rolls down? Jake Lockyer. Rolls down, says, do you need me to field? Gets his whites on, comes out fields. And I think that's extremely deserving of three votes because wasn't playing that week. He was at the cinemas at Carousel. 99% of blokes just would have said, I'm not fucking going down there. Rolls down, fields for us, did what he had to do. And I severely appreciate it, and I think he deserves the three votes. Yeah, fuck oath. That's a mad shout-out. I, I, was, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware that that happened. I thought Chatty subfielded for you as well. He did in the end, but, um, but obviously they didn't, both didn't know they were both showing up. Yeah, on your flog. Are you available this week, flog? He's if, not, if unfortunately. You're Can you make yourself available if I He's put a, not. a post on Facebook? <laughs> he'll have to drive from Mandra because that's where he'll be. I don't think he can drive. Well, he'd have to get a lift from Mandra because that's where he'll be. Interesting. Anyway, your four votes? Um, well, I think you were pretty harsh on this bloke. Um, I gave Colby four votes. Good call. 97 not off 87. Um, yeah, he he came out uh, at five. Um, and maybe ideally at the start of the day, f- f- I mean, five's a pretty good spot for for cheese. Um, if he'd been if he'd batted at four, he would have scored his 100. More than likely. Yeah. But yeah, four sixes, I think he hit. Yeah, he 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 monstered them. Yeah, he really he really uh was a good captain's knock. I'm some sh- bit of a shame he didn't get didn't get to his hundred. Yeah. Um look, this is what two day cricket's all about. And if any of the boys are listening, like this this is what we need to do. We need to be one or two down at T. Blokes need to go out there and do the hard yards so that the blokes with the actual talent can go yeehaw grandma in the second <laughs> second half of the game. I mean, 97 not off 87, like, that's fucking elite. Yeah, very handy. And I, I don't care who you are. Like, that's fucking sensational. Oh, it is. I agree. And that's why I gained two two very good votes. Yeah, it's probably a bit short of what you should have got, mate. Well, unfortunately, there's other people who did things, and maybe, maybe Colby's... I just come to expect it from him. I don't know. But, look, he got two votes. And well done to him. Well played. Uh, my four votes went to Dalton. 
Okay. Um, batted superbly, obviously, opening the batting. Um, high score for the club, and I couldn't be happier to see him do well with the bat and uh, go on and get some runs. I was very happy. Echo those sentiments. He's my five votes. Colby mm. uh, came to me at the start of the day. He said, Shapes isn't going to be here on time. Obviously, we didn't have Till. He goes, who, sh- who should open the batting with you? And I was thinking, mm. he then suggested Smitty. I quickly said no. Because um, Graham's an aggressive man, he needs he needs to just come out and say bang, you know, grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, I said Dolts. I suggested Dolts, and Dolts and I opened the batting together, and it was a uh, it was a good little partnership. Uh, my five votes, and this went to someone who played at fourth grade, Chris Chadwick, um, mainly because the bloke <laughs> he's gone out there made fifty. Comes off, sees the message on Facebook, and drives straight to Prentwick. And fuck, I just, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't be more thankful or appreciative that he would come down and do that. Took a really, really good catch as well in a pretty crucial part of the game. Uh, and yeah, just couldn't, yeah, couldn't, couldn't speak higher of that effort from him. Yeah, uh, 50, 58 off eighty five, and yeah, he would have batted for the better part of thirty overs yeah. in near forty degree heat. And then volunteered to come down and field for you. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a phenomenal effort. Yeah, absolutely massive. And I did. I, th- I thought about. I thought about that. Um, you know, when when giving out my votes. Um, maybe maybe I've dog chatty. Maybe you should have got more votes. Really, in the spirit of this award, he probably should have got more votes. Um, but you dog Colby, and I've dog chatty. So, I didn't. So it's so it's, so it's worked out I nicely. Didn't dog Colby. He got two votes. You tell yourself that, mate. Look, uh, you're saying Jack Lockyer shouldn't have got three. Yeah, look, and, and upon a reflection, maybe I shouldn't have given Sheehan one vote. Um, but I'm spiteful, so All right, well, here we are. Speaking of Sheehan, we're going to give that man a call right now. Uh, let's get him on the phone. It's also another big dog of the club. It's Renewal. Uh, I'm excited for this. Let, let's give him a ring and see if they, they answer the phone. It is ringing. Is he going to say to his nan that he's live on a podcast? <laughs> on. Oh. Wait, hold up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Sheehan seems in a good way. Hi. Can Ka- you guys hear us? We can hear you, yes. Kahamadamachang. <laughs> How are things, Sheehan? Good, good. Ronald's here too. Ronald's here too. Oh, hi, Ronald. I'm very good, mate. How are you? Very good, very good. Now... This feels like almost a Queen's Park Junior Cricket Club reunion. Is this the Queen's Park Cricket Podcast? Yeah, sure. I wouldn't have thought so. That's what we were talking about before. (laughs) Now, obviously your first time you lads have been on the podcast. Uh, Have you listened to many episodes? Uh, We've listened to the last one. Not fully up to date, but... Okay. Uh, You'll be happy to know that Stephen actually gave you a vote this round, Sheehan. What? No way. For what? <laughs> you got Matt Chucky Watson out, and that's worth a vote in uh, in my book. Well, I didn't hear you, sorry. You got Matt Chucky Watson out, yeah, the bloke. I think, you, think, I think it was LBW, one of your wickets. Oh, that guy. I should have had him three times. I made him <laughs> fall off. Hit him in the toe and he fell on his face. <laughs> <laughs> now, Stephen, you did some heavy research. <laughs> 
for Xi'an because you were excited about him coming on. Now, Xi'an originally was coming in the studio, then wasn't coming in at all, then was coming in the studio, now's on the phone. So I guess before we even get into anything that I've done, um, why are you so fucking difficult, Xi'an? <laughs> Just a busy man, you know? <laughs> Just a man about town. Um, Renewal, I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't know you were coming in, so I've done uh, approximately zero nah. research on you. Nah, all good, mate. No stress. <laughs> well, uh, Shahan, you debuted for the Kenwick Cricket Club in round nine of the 2015-16 season in the one-day seas yeah. against Bicton Adderdale. Thus far, you've played 62 games for the mighty Kenwick Royals. Ironically, you've got 420 runs at an average of 10.77. 64 career wickets at an average of exactly 19. Top score of 39 versus Riverton Restrada in fourth grade, uh, which was round three of the 2021 season, also known as the game Colby threw away a double ton. Uh, and a best... And a best best bowling of five for twelve against Quinana this season uh, in round four. Oh yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> now I have to ask: uh, you came down to the club, I dragged you down there, and then you decided to piss off to Cannington for a season. What brought that about? Uh, oh, I think that was because um, I, I wasn't allowed to play the final, so I was like, oh, "Fuck this, I'm gonna go." <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that, but what what grade was that? Uh, I think it was... No, nah, that was only because I played like five games. <laughs> so you didn't qualify? Like yeah, I think... <laughs> oh, yeah, like Tom, Tim, Tom August was like president or something. And he said, oh, Jim August, yeah, five. yeah. Yep. Yeah, he said I can't play the fighters, so next season I went to Cannington. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, are you glad you made the return, though? Yeah, definitely. Fair enough. Uh, now, Renul, we played a, a bit of cricket uh, together at Queen's Park. It would have been for yeah. one season, maybe two, I can't remember. Now, you finally made your cricket return this season. What what was with the big hiatus? Why did you take such a big gap? Because uh, I had an injury, mate. Uh, my back was gone, so I had to go physio for years. Then, yeah, I'm back. I do recall when you played juniors, you did have a, a very whippy action with a lot of... It was sort of Sean Tate-like. Yeah. You used to put bounces on my head all the time. The a lot yeah, of bounces. I reckon, I reckon that was my peak. Now it just... That's what you see one of the fastest bowlers in the fast when you played. Um, Renal, you seem like such a real happy-go-lucky scamp. Uh, why, why have you got so much anger inside of you? Now, you guys are in the second, well, mid-game against Coburn. 170 odd they've scored. Are you backing yourselves in to, to probably chase that down? Yeah, I should do. If we, I reckon we've got to play it patiently. I mean, we've got two new guys coming in because of Angad going out of COVID. Yeah. And Devin, Devin can't play second week, but... Now, I think we have enough to win the game. With the the new fella coming in, the eleven B, and then this this new fella replacing Angat, can you tell us a bit about them? What what are the are they good cricketers? Are they are they random uh, blokes that you found on the street? <laughs> a bit of both. No, <laughs> no. I think Akash played twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, he yeah, played cricket in like ten years. Yeah, so. but, but <laughs> it'd be But he, he played with like what Hardy and stuff. So yeah, I. He's, okay. he's good, and, and then Priyas, 
he, he looked pretty good in the net, so he, he came down for a few net training sessions. Okay, well, I mean, look, you had Vep, who hadn't played for a long time. Look what he's developed into. And Raj, yeah, exactly. Raj, Raj apparently had never played cricket before and was hitting bombs everywhere. So you seem to just yeah, find these hidden gems. Yeah, let's hope it continues that. <laughs> now, uh, you won the one-day final. Uh, I assume you're still probably wearing your medal right now, or...? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, you could say it. Insure it, insure it. It's always around my neck. Just sleep, just sleep with it on, just at night. <laughs> I always kiss it before I go to sleep, you know. Now, we won't keep you for too long because the plan is to eventually get you in the studio, Shayan. So, <laughs> yeah. with Renul, with Raj, maybe bring Ang out as well. Yeah, br- sure bring Rav. Out, yeah. Where's yeah. Devin? No, maybe not Rav. <laughs> not not Rav? Like- Bit of a show, but I reckon. Yeah. Fuck, I take. We need Vep. We need Vep in here. Yeah, Vep. Where the fuck's Damon? Oh, Damon. Oh. Wait, Damon has to be there. We'd love to have Damon. Uh, so, do you think Damon could potentially be the difference this week with the bat if it gets down to it? Man, he he won us a practice game once, like very close against ECT. Oh, you did tell me that, yeah. Uh, he can always stick, right? He nice little cover drive to win us the game. Bit about him. Definitely <laughs> bit about him. <laughs> um, so look, we we found out you were coming on, uh, Shihan, and we we put out the feelers. We asked we asked for a bit of feedback from the listeners, and we and we asked them. What what do they want to know about Shihan Mendes? What what are they what do they want to know? And so I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm sorry, oh, Renul. No, I'm, I'm going to have to save the grilling of you for another time. Uh, you're right, mate. I'm. Oh, <laughs> no, help me out here. <laughs> so, uh, Ravindu uh, writes in, <laughs> and he says he said to me, Shihan uh, has finally got a new girlfriend. Oh, no, here could, we go. Could, could, could you ask him, <laughs> ask him to give you guys a story about how he finally made that happen and how he popped the question? <laughs> now, that that insinuates oh, different no. things to, to me, so oh, I was just no. going to let that stand. Uh, um, I don't know. I just took on a romantic date to the beach. <laughs> Boys, by the way, they've been only dating for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Met like parents ourselves, so sounds sounds full on. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, okay. Well, um, follow follow up question. Um, Angad then wrote in and said, uh, "Ask him how his new relationship has helped to motivate him to want to win a second flag this season." Wait, what? Well, say that again, sorry. Uh, ask ask him how his new relationship has helped motivate him to want to win a second flag this season. Uh, the motivation's always been there, but maybe a little bit more now. <laughs> so, so you're saying the Bunsen burner flame was up really high because you, you were keen and you were there, but this new this new spark, this new love has, has really just turned that flame right down so it's burning its brightest. Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I won't deny it. <laughs> well, uh, following on from that, 
Uh, Rav also asks. Well, actually, this this wasn't really a question so much of a statement. Um, he just wanted to say he's pretty sure you're leading the team for the most ducks for the year. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm equal most ducks, right? <laughs> Tinted four as well. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, um, Ang- Angad also said... Uh, <laughs> uh, how does he feel uh, about leading the team in ducks this season? He's probably on his way to have the most ducks for Kenwick overall. How do you respond to those claims? Yeah, look, man, someone's gonna do it, right? <laughs> that's 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 not that's not a bad call. I just want you to know, um, I did a fair bit of research today. I, re- I really really did a deep dive in the Kenwick uh, my cricket stats. In 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 terms of uh, the the history of my cricket and the Kenwick Cricket Club. Shihan, you actually hold the 42nd most amount of ducks for the club. I'm in the top 50. <laughs> now, if it, makes you oh, feel, if it makes you feel any better, you actually sit equal 42nd with Daniel Jackson. Oh, my God. I don't know if that makes you feel better. Well, it, I've, I've stitched up. It shouldn't. Jax has played... In excess of four times as many innings as you. <laughs> He's played 218 games, or innings, I should say, and you've had 54 <laughs> innings. Look, man, I just like to go hard from first ball, you know? Sometimes I get up. <laughs> go, go hard or go home, is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, you know? Don't waste time. Yeah, no, no, look, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I've got one here from uh, Chris Chadwick. He, he writes in, and he says... Hey, mate, can you please ask Sheehan why he bowls so fast and short trying to kill me at 6 o'clock on a Thursday night and then proceeds to bowl gentle half volleys on a Saturday to guys he doesn't know? <laughs> Does he even like me? <laughs> I just like, I just want to get him on, man. He's just annoying in the dance. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I respect that as well. When Chatty was used to be captain and he didn't bowl me, I would just wait until as late as possible in the evening and then just run in and start bumping him. So, like, fair shout, yeah. fair play to you. Now, uh, while Kempi's got all the questions, I have a few questions that I want to ask just because I want to get to know you on a deeper level. Um, you too, Renal. So if you want to jump in and answer as well, feel free. Um, first question here is, you know, I don't know if you lads cook much. Um, <laughs> I just want to know, if you were cooking a stir-fry at home... Sorry? Ronald's a chef. Ronald's a chef. Ronald's a chef. chef. I didn't know that. Well, this is going to be a great question then. Uh, (laughs) If you guys are cooking at home and you're making a stir fry, would you prefer to go with rice or noodles? Oh, it's definitely rice. 100% rice. Can't go wrong with rice. Rice, okay. Big call. Uh, My second question is, uh, let's just say it's reached uh, the grand final for the two-day teams. Uh, You're playing. and. Uh, let's say a mesh has come up to both of you, and he said, "Lads, I need you to pick a song to pump up all the boys and play it on the speaker. What song do you reckon you'd go with?" Uh, I don't know. My go-to is probably "Pursuit of Happiness." Okay. And what about you, Renal? Yeah, I'll just go. Um, started from the bottom. We are here, Drake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a shot. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Can I ask why you wouldn't go with uh, Untouched by the Veronicas? That's your song, man. That's your song, man. Come on. We can't steal your song. That's more post-match song. It's a good little song, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, that's after we win. Four flags for the club, you know? <laughs> I uh, got a couple more questions for you. Not too many more. Um, Tony Wright, he writes in. And he says, Sheehan, when you moved up to the Bs after being in sixth grade, uh, you you then noticed that the sixth grade uh, were in trouble playing Quinana. Uh, he wants to know what you were thinking because you looked rather worried. <laughs> and should someone else have been named in the side instead of you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, when Quinana made 140, that's pretty worrying for wickets, but... Angad and Devon hasn't come on yet, so that's what Rab kept telling me. He's like, don't worry, bro. Devon and, Devon and Angad hasn't come on yet. And then we go back to Fuel. I think came back for drinks, and they were all out for 150, and Devon and Angad had taken six wickets between them. <laughs> real, real daddy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the the final question I have is is from your, your actual daddy, your cricket daddy, uh, Imesh. He, he writes in and he says, can you ask Sheehan uh, about his first experience as captain, obviously in his absence? Uh, I, well, I mean, for the club or like a practice game? I guess I'll both, I guess. Well, look, any, any, any game that's not for the Kenwood Cricket Club doesn't actually count for anything. Oh, that, yeah, fair enough. No, I, I was pretty nervous, but I, I have like Angad and Rab to back me up, talk to them and... Yeah, I think that no, was all right. Could have been more attacking, but it's all right. Fair enough. Now, do you ever do you ever consider going back to bowling spin, considering that me and you used to dominate Queen's Park days just bowling spin from either end? Oh, man, every time I get hit for a six, I'm like, ah, oh, my foot start blowing off this year. <laughs> well, I'm pretty much out of questions. Is there anything you boys want to ask us before we, we, we call it? Oh, uh, so are we winning four flags, boys? Surely. <laughs> Gee, I hope so. <laughs> if fourth grade and sixth grade uh, both win the two-day flag, then yes. Good maths, Dan. Uh, well, fellas, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, but just remember you've got to come in the studio next. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try. We'll try, we'll try. Before you go, um, Renewal. What's yeah. what's what's been your highlight of your of your season, your first season at the Kenwood Cricket Club? What's what's been the highlight, and why? I reckon it was the winning runs, in the finals, hundred <laughs> percent. Too hyped. Is that We're something? Is that something you learnt at Queens Park and then transitioned onto Mills Park? Chris Lockyer. <laughs> Chris Lockyer, yeah. shout out, shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> I reckon I'd go up to Chris Lockyer and be like, "Oh, you remember Renault?" And he'd be like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> I just tell him Renault remembers him. You know, yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, fair call. Well, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope you uh, have a great night. And we look forward to seeing you at training tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah we'll do. Boys. Boys. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. Having us, boys. Anytime, fellas. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Well, what a pleasure that was, having those boys on the phone. Couple of rascals. Absolute rascals, 100%. Uh, Stephen, we're, we're pretty much done. Obviously, a big weekend this weekend. Bs have Maddington, Fs have Cardinia, 6th grade Coburn, second day, and you guys have uh, Cannington on the second day. Gee, i got to tell you, Matty, um, 
I'm expecting four wins. This is the weekend. Could, this is could this is the weekend. It could happen. Dave Bentley, if you're listening as president, it is obligatory that if there are four wins, you put on a president's round back at the club. He's not. He's not there this week. Well, as vice the, president, am I going to have to? Yeah, you know what? I'm sure within his, uh, you know, presidential abilities, within his reach, uh, you know, the things he's capable of achieving. I'm sure this is something he can do. Fair enough. Well, Stephen, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been fun, but uh, we're done. And I look forward to uh, seeing seeing you next week for what should be another huge and exciting episode of the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast. If we're not back here this time next week celebrating four wins, I'm going to be gutted. Fair call. See you later. Catch it. That's definite copyright. <laughs>